everybody. This is Gravy with the Movies and Hip Hop Podcast. Basically, we're doing all things television, film, and hip hop. But anything black culture content. Let's get into it. Cheers is the best album you've never heard. Coming out at the end of 2003 in the shadow of the juggernaut that would be called 50 Cent, Obi Trice's debut album, executive produced by Eminem, will be released in September 2003, selling a whopping 225,000 copies its first week and eventually going double platinum. After being on the underground Detroit scene for a few years, Obi Trice was signed to Eminem in 2000, becoming his protege of sorts. First time a lot of people saw Obi Trice was the snippet at the beginning of Eminem's music video, Without Me. Obi Trice, real names, no gimmicks. I was avidly obsessed with anything coming out of the aftermath shady June camp, and I couldn't wait to hear from Obi Trice. And when he delivered, exceeded all expectations. Hot takes. This is better than Young Bucks, Lloyd Banks, Tony Yayo's, and Game's debut. This is better than any G-Unit member's debut album, and I'm standing on that. Hot take two. It's not as great as Gate Rich or Die Trying, but in terms of a body of work, in terms of a work of art, it's really not as far as you may think. I think it's the second best album of 2003, and a lot of great albums came out that year. We'll get to that later. Hot take three. It contains the last prime Eminem verses and the last prime Dr. Dre beats. The next album that Eminem will release will be Encore, his worst album. Really, after Doctor's Advocate, Dr. Dre really falls off in, in giving out beats. He doesn't really give out a lot of beats. He's, uh, he pushes detox into oblivion. Um, but on here, he has some really great beats. He gives some great beats to Doctor's Advocate. Uh, he's got that Compton album that nobody's heard. But I really think these are some of the last prime Dr. Dre beats and some of the last prime Eminem verses on this album. How take four? The most underrated Nate Dogg hooks are on this album. Look in my eyes is one of the best Nate Dogg hooks you've never heard. Hot Take 5 is a classic. Easy. Okay, albums that came out in 2003. Love Below Speaker Box, I am not a fan of. Hey ya, hate it. This is a sick Negro. I don't care what anybody says. I hate Hey ya. That shit is not hip hop. That shit is not rap. I don't give a fuck about your whatever uh, deep message it has. That shit is boo boo. I hated it as a kid, and I hated it. I hate it now as an adult. I don't like it. Um, Roses is cool. I give Roses some points, but um, overall, yeah, I'll take Speaker Box over Love Below. The Black Album overrated. 
Hasn't aged well. Dirt off your shoulders always been made to me. No chrome on the wheels. I'm a grown up for real. Chicken feeling like a pimp, nigga. Gone, brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Gone, brush your shoulders off. Niggas is Diplomats, that's a classic. J Lib, that's a classic. Freeway's debut, that's a classic. Chicken and beer, that's a borderline classic. To me, that's that's probably that might be my favorite Ludacris album, Chicken and Beer. Uh, G-Unit, Beg for Mercy all, all, uh, also came out that year in November. Um, dang, if you really think about it, so let's just take a moment to uh, talk about 50 Cent just for a quick second, because 2003 was his year. 2002 was like his year, too. In terms of the songs he gave away, because people always talk about the songs he gave away to game. He also gave away songs to Lloyd Banks. He also gave away songs to Young Buck. And then there's this G-Unit Beg for Mercy song, uh, Mercy songs that he probably could have just do on his second album. We probably could have got, because I don't care what nobody says, The Massacre is not a classic, but if he would have took some of those songs he gave the game, some of those songs he had on, on uh, Beg for Mercy, put it on The Massacre, continue that on to the third album, we probably could have got three classic 50 Cent albums if he wasn't extending himself into G-Unit. But that was just the way they were doing it back then. All right, I digress. This whole album is produced by Eminem, and I generally regard Eminem as one of the most underrated producers of all time. Like, don't forget, this is a Dr. Dre protege here. He produced standout tracks on 50 Cent's classic, Get Rich or Die Trying, Don't Push Me, and Patiently Waiting. Patiently Waiting and Don't Push Me are probably two of my four favorite songs on Get Rich or Die Trying. He also produced majority of his second and third albums, which are classics, majority of the D12 albums, and he received the blessing from Miss Afini Shakur herself to produce a Tupac album. What's so dope about the Cheers album is that Obi tries to craft his own style, his own voice, and his own lane. So is that you kind of, even though it's got big names, big features like 50 Cent and Eminem, it's not one of those albums where you're waiting for the feature. You're not waiting for the, for the other name to spit. Really, the best songs in the album are the solo songs, which cannot really be understated. Follow My Life, The Setup. Well, that's, well The Setup has a, um, an A-Dog dog hook. But uh, Don't Come Down, Hood Rats. Those are easy OB Tri solo songs with him doing three verses and the hook over polished beats. So usually people, when they're doing their album reviews, they'll do like the top standout tracks i'm just gonna do my top five my favorite songs no particular order one is lady uh it's a master class of eminem with his best flow eminem over his best beats lady is probably it's probably a top five eminem beat for me it's just really like kind of it's kind of whimsical in a way it's kind of dreamy it's kind of a dreamy beat um, I like the subject matter they're rapping on. It's about Eminem being jealous, uh, about them being over possesses over their lady. And, it, you know, it doesn't branch off to the over-the-top kind of fucking, you know, crazy shit that Eminem gets into. You want it and you want me, do you get me, then you got me, and you fuck, because you'll be stuck with me for the rest of your life, because if I get attached to you, will be joined at the hip. I'll be so last to you, you'll be walking out the house and I'll run up and tackle you. Your 
second uh second song is don't come down which i i'll probably say is a flawless song it's a heartfelt story about the struggle between obi and his mother over his drug dealing uh rare vulnerability you see in rap over the glorification of crack dealing it's an honest tale over a um so slow down soul sample guitar riffs and the cinematic strings that Eminem loves to use you confront me and say Obi you no longer have a mommy don't use my phone don't even eat my food matter of fact don't speak and it was just me and you in the house with that mouse and them traps and that gat waiting on a day for you to pull a trigger back Number three is We All Die One Day. Um, this song was really a unit mixtape, uh, probably about a year prior to the album coming out. It's a posse cut. I'm actually happy made it to the album instead of Lost in the Vast mixtape era. Another Eminem production. The beat kind of sounds like a sped up version of what Alchemist would make for Griselda today. Simplistic, menacing, futuristic beat. O.B. Trice, Loy Banks, Eminem, 50 Cent making his only appearance on the album, spitting fire over a ghostly Lloyd Banks chorus and Tony Ayo ad-libs, who was in jail at the time of the album release. Fifty spits crazy. Lloyd Banks spits crazy. Oh my gosh. Now the last two songs, I'm just gonna choose the two Nate Dog Hook songs. So that's just how good they are. The setup and look in my eyes are borderline flawless songs. Um, one thing I love about um, this era was just the, the saturation of just Nate Dogg on the hooks. You had June using Nate Dogg. You had Snoop Dogg using Nate Dogg. You had random folks in the West Coast using Nate Dogg, like Shade Seist. Um, you had the East Coast messing with Nate Dogg. You had Jada Kiss uh, using Nate Dogg for hooks. It was just a great time um, for Nate Dogg. Uh, rest in peace, Nate Dogg. But the setup is Dr. Dre produced and Nate Dogg on the hook. Enough said. What? Big guys, but she full of surprises. I swear this bitch is shady. That's what I know. Sex on her mind all the time. And you think that that's your baby. You don't know who a good guy that's living a lie. But she told them where you're safe. That's what I know. If you cool and she's satisfied, how come that bitch just pays me? You don't know. We had to ride on a nigga. Watch him for the right time to get richer. We decided when the hit was run up on him. 45 in the ribs. What? This nigga scream like a bitch. Showed us what his shit hit a hell of a lick. But the bitch who told us about the bricks exposed us to the nigga. He knew that we'd come. OB Trice got two Nate Dog hooks, not one. 50 did get one for his masterpiece, 21 Questions. That's a masterpiece. That's a classic. It shows you they weren't really holding back at all with OB Trice. They were all in on this album, and it shows. 
Until I heard Obi say Detroit, I almost forgot I'm not listening to a West Coast artist. Probably what I love about Detroit rap. There's really no bounds to their style. Look at what they're doing now and how people are co copying the Detroit sound everywhere. Yeah, give Detroit their flowers and give Obi Trice his flowers for this classic album. I got hair on my nuts, nigga. Grown man shit. That's how a nigga get in the clubs, nigga. When I ain't got no ID. Flash my nuts on they ass. And they walk me right in, nigga. <laughs> This is one of the best albums of all time. I'm going to say it. It's a classic. I think it aged well. It holds up. The Nate Dogg hooks are just classic. Um, they kind of hit the soul a little different now that he's gone. The Eminem verses sound a little better now that you know where Eminem is at. The Dr. Dre beats sound a little different now that I know that Detox never came out. And these was kind of the last Dr. Dre great beats. What's crazy that there was nothing spared on this album. Two Nate Dogg hooks, three Dr. Dre beats. I think I said four Dr. Dre beats earlier, but it's two Dr. Dre beats. Two Timbaland beats, a Busta Rhymes on the hook, Eminem throwing 100 on every verse and beat. They really weren't holding back. They crafted just a, a soulful, boom-bap, cinematic, complete album with perfect beats, perfect hooks, perfect themes. Um, there's a lot of humor on this album. There's a lot of there's a lot of characters on this album. There's a lot of personality on this album. There's a lot of ferocity on this album. It's better than a lot of albums people consider classic. Let me put it like that. Um, some people have some people call shit classic because it got like four classic songs on it, which is cool. Like it's got four timeless songs on it. There's no skips on this Obi Trice album. I skip songs on that 50 Cent album. I'm sorry, I do. Sometimes I skip Heat. Sometimes I skip Like My Style. Sometimes I skip Poor Lil' Rich. You know what I mean? I skip nothing on this Chairs album. But that's just me. That's just me. Do yourself a favor. Go take a gander at that Obi Trice Cheers album. It's a classic. Check it out. Cheers by Obi Trice. Movies and Hip Hop Podcasts. Obi Trice.